Atonement for Me, Episode 89, The Queen. Hey Magical Misfits, it's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me. So I know this isn't quite as recent as sometimes I like topics to be, but we pre-record and I get sick a lot. So... The Queen, who recently died at age 93. She's kind of that figurehead that you don't think will ever die because she's just so ingrained in pretty much every part of our lives that we just don't notice her. And I grew up in a British household, so there was a lot of focus on the Queen. We definitely listened to the Queen's speech every Christmas. We definitely followed the royal family a lot. Um, when I was a kid and there was a fire at one of the palaces, I made Christmas ornaments and sent them to the Queen so that she still had Christmas ornaments. Like, that reverent kind of relationship and I think, especially as a kid, you're growing up with so many fairy tales, you've got a very convoluted idea of what a queen actually is. You've got the fairy tale, like king and queen and castle kind of idea. And that's pretty much what you're going on. You don't really see them in real life doing much, especially when you have a figurehead who is more just an icon as opposed to an active member. But what makes it a little bit more conflicting and more interesting retrospectively and just looking at it in general is I'm also from a country that had been colonized by England and had been taken, like, had independence from Britain as well. The fact that the most celebrated holiday globally is some form of independence from the British monarchy unites the world in a way that I don't think people like my family would understand because it is uniting an entire people's in struggle. We were colonized. We were not subjects as my parents would be. We were objects and we were commodities. We were part of the sun will never set on the British empire. It is figurative, yes, but it's still belonging. These are countries that still belong to a human being. And that is itself is a very strange concept to be a subject or subjected to. And it's not like it doesn't have real world consequences. The queen is on all of our money. The queen oversees, well, did previously. She oversaw our parliament. 
we swear allegiance to the queen as immigrants, we are still subjected to a person who has no idea that we exist, has no idea of the everyday struggle of even her people, nonetheless globally, in other countries and other socioeconomical situations. People are lining up for days to see her coffin, and on the top of her coffin is a crown, a crown that is worth more than the average person can conceive of as a coffin, as a casket decoration, but also a crown that features stolen gems that signifies the lordship over other countries with stolen jewels that specifically signify their servitude. That is kicking an entire population with a dead person. She saw so much history in her very long and very full reign. And I'm not denying that closer to the beginning of her reign, she was a lot more hands-on and there was a lot of good that could be done by having that figurative role model, that kind of country morale, especially during such trying times as like post-war and then you're getting into Cold War and all the kind of political turmoil. But that's not where we are today. And today we are a lot more of a global society and we are less segregated by this is the part of an empire that we are. So I feel like, yes, you can absolutely mourn the queen and everything that she meant to you personally, but it's not okay to take away from the people who are saying, I never celebrated the queen to begin with. She was never my queen. And it's not okay to just dismiss them and call them disrespectful for the pain and the trauma that they, their families, and their peoples have suffered specifically under her family. And that's just the tea.